0: What's going on? It's Jessie Lee. You call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 236 of the show. Crazy, 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 crazy. Um, unbelievable day. I have done so much. And I hope you have had a productive day as well. Um, my friends, this episode is going to be... Mm, It's going to hit you a little different, I think. Um, And I think it's a really important episode for people to share. If you are at all aligned with me, I think you are going to understand exactly what I'm talking about pretty much as soon as I start getting into the meat of the episode. This is an episode on the importance of empathy and leading an organization with that empathy. And this is something that's really important to me because I don't know if you can relate to this, but I certainly was somebody who... Uh, I had a hard time fitting in when I was growing up. And so much of it was because people really did not spend their time getting to know me at all. Nobody asked me questions about what it was like in my life. And if you can relate to that or if you think somebody on your team might be able to relate to that, I'm just going to be the one to tell you this episode could honestly maybe shift the way you look at your business. So with that said... um. Thank you so much for subscribing. I think the most important thing you can do is subscribe. If you haven't already, please do so. If you leave a review, I would love that as well. That means a lot to me. And if you share this in your Instagram stories, make sure you tag me in the story at I'm Bossley. And some friends. I will try to uh, reshare a whole bunch of those in my Instagram story. Um, and then today's review over the sh- blah, 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 blah. blah reviewer of the show and of course make sure you get your reviews in by no later than sunday night because mondays are the drawings for cash is eileen sip and she says this is so helpful five stars i've been following jesse lee since i first heard her participate on mlm nation not only is she incredibly business savvy i feel like if i met her in real life she would be the same as i've come to know her on her podcast and facebook lives her energy is contagious and she's always striving to encourage others and lift people up she's a definite class action follow. Thank you so much, Jesse Lee, for the amazing good vibes you put out into the world. Thank you so much. I love that and appreciate every single one of your kind words. I know it takes time for you to do that, and it means a lot to me. So enjoy this episode on empathy. I think we're going to love it. Have a great one. God bless you. Ciao. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. This is not where I thought the training was going to get started, but now I'm like kind of, I'm like getting into something because I do coaching calls every morning for, for my front line. I think everybody knows that. You see it on my Instagram. And I had a call today with somebody and She is living as such a, I don't want to say an inauthentic version of herself, um, but I think, but that's the only word I can use right now. How many of you are kind of catching yourself, and it's why your business is not maybe taking off the way you want it to. You are living as a, I I keep using the words diluted, but a diluted version of you. And so we kind of got down to it because I... I love to coach I let's kind of get in there with the nitty gritty with people and just listen, which actually is going to be what we talk about today. And I was talking to her and I'm like, who are you, who are you trying to make happy right now? Because she's talking about this unbelievable past of hers with trauma and abuse and all of this horrible stuff that's happened to her. And she's got a son that she's trying to take care of, and you know her mom is super negative and uh, you know doesn't believe in her, and her mom says, "You know, well, in the black community, we don't share what happens outside of our home, so don't you tell anybody about what's going on in this house?" And I just asked her, and I said, "Now, I can't pretend to know what it's like to live in a black household, but I can tell you, who are you living for right now? Because what level of what you just told me? is healthy for you? What level, what version of what you just said to me about you're not expressing yourself, you're not going live and telling your actual truth because you're, you're worried about offending your mom or offending your, your cousin or offending your brother whose dad is the one that sexually abused you. Like, I'm sorry. Who are you living for? And so I say that because if I just had a coaching call and found this out a couple hours ago from somebody, I... I I know that's not alone in a call that's got this many people on it. There's more of you sitting on here right now who are some very dulled down version of yourself right now, expecting to build a business that attracts people that are like you, but people don't really know who you are because they're only you're only showing them what percentage of you. Does that make sense? And it doesn't have to be traumatic. It doesn't have to be sexual abuse or abuse of any kind. But how many of you are sitting? in your business and you're not showing up as who you actually are because you're so worried about the phone call you're going to get from your great aunt mary you know great aunt karen i don't know all right if you go live and you tell people your real truth And sometimes you need to set up protection around that. So let me give you an example. I made a post just the other day. And if you don't know, my childhood is really crazy. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but at the same time, I'm very grateful for it because I know it turned me into the woman I am today. But I just made that post where like I'm in the Lamborghini and I just said, you know, and I kind of listed out some of the things of my past, like it's the not going on field trips for me because we couldn't afford $10 or it's the being bullied all through, all through grade school for me, you know, whatever I list out all these things. Right. And I didn't even say anything, you know, to, I don't think I really mentioned my childhood too much as in my family life, but guess who never calls me? Take a guess in the chat. Guess who never calls me? Who called me a couple hours after that post, and then when I didn't pick up, because we were, I was literally at the, I was here, uh, and we were getting swag out, sends a text message, hasn't texted back, you know, mother, oh, I just gave it to you. Mother's Day, birthday, Valentine's, New Year's, nothing, but send a text message, I need you to call me at your soonest convenience. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know, man, I'm not feeling like, uh, Uh, I'm not feeling like there's gonna be convenient time in the near future. And I say that to some of you because I'm unbothered, just so all of you know. I say that to you because some of you need to set those boundaries around people that are sucking your actual soul. Okay? If you don't know, and this is and do not feel bad for me, please. That's not what this is about. My last conversation with her, I went to surprise her for Christmas, and she, in front of all of her friends, looked right at, she was, my mom is, a, is an alcoholic, just so you know, um, so I have a lot of empathy around the situation, but in front of all her friends, literally said, looked at me and went, you're up." like, I can't even say it, because, you know, whatever, like, an F and B, there we go, in front twice on Christmas. So I say this to you because there is a boundary that's been set and I think a lot of you need to understand that people that are in your life that you love don't always have to have access to you. And she certainly doesn't get access to the way that I build my business or the things I put on my social media or the people I choose to love. Or my political views, or the way I empathically lead, or anything. And so I, I wanted I haven't said that on social media, but I think a Zoom of, you know, a couple hundred people and whoever listens to this in a replay or something. Like it's not always as good as you think it is for some people, but know, but know that everybody is going through something. And if you don't share your truth and your relationships with people, they don't know that they are safe to connect with you. Does that make sense? So some of you are, are um, giving out this, like I said, diluted version of you, and you don't understand the ripple effect that actually comes from you not living an authentic version of yourself. Does that make, like, do you hear me on that? Can you, like, feel me on that? There are people that they need you to give them an option for life, and you're not sharing your authentic truth because the person who is currently hurting you has control over you so i don't know who it is that needs to hear that today but i will promise you that if you truly listen to the words i just said and you step much more into your actual power because all of you are powerful beyond measure so much will change in your life and i truly believe that and so I will tell you that I want to have a conversation today about empathy because for me, I look at the way that this business is growing and I look at the diversity that we have on this team. Feel free to scroll through if you haven't already noticed that before. And I look at how we truly love and value people in who, as whoever they are. Right, um, there's a reason that I don't use the words "boss babe." If you don't know, I don't like being called a boss babe. I don't like be calling being called a what are they? What else do they say? And I'm like you're a boss babe. You're a female boss. You're a lady boss. You're a um, boss lady. What are the other words they use? I get really offended, and I know that might sound really strange, but like I'm just a boss, okay? I don't know what my gender or your gender, whatever you identify as, has anything to do with the way I show up as a leader, as a as a person, as a human being, as a member of society. Like, last time I checked, it doesn't matter. So... Why why are we so quick to uh to use words like that? I don't understand. And I want you to step more into I'm just a powerful person. I'm just a boss. I'm just a leader. And I think that if we this is hundreds of people, if we start to teach that to are young boys, young girls, as they are children, I'm just going to tell you, maybe we can be people who actually shift the world. But that starts with empathy. And that starts with listening. And that starts with respecting people, being called what they want to be called. Meaning don't call me a boss lady. I don't like it. Okay. It's not like a pronoun conversation we're having right now, but I guess that is kind of a pronoun conversation. Just don't right? And again, sort of, it is a pronoun conversation. Okay, great. All right, so we're having a pronoun conversation. Like, I'm just a boss, and you're just a boss. And when I think about, this is not where I thought this training was going, but this is that thing that happens with me. Um, When I think about when I was a little girl, how many of you, when you were kids, It was like if you were bossy, if you had an opinion, if you were a little louder, if you were a little more dominant in the classroom, in school, um, you know, what were you told? I remember being told, whoa, 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 you're a little sassy. Whoa, 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 you need to sit down. Like you actually need to sit down a little. You're being too bossy. I don't ever, I don't ever remember ever, and you can tell me if you've, yeah, girls should be seen, not heard, whatever. (sighs) Okay. I don't know how to be quiet. I have had chronic ADHD since the day I came screaming out the womb. Okay. But I will tell you, I still remember all the little boys. It was like, oh, look at that little leader. Oh, look at him leading the pack. Oh, you're so loud. That's right. Like what? So I wish that we would start, I wish we would start that empathy from those younger ages. And I think there's enough of us on here in this training that can be part of that shift. And so I say all of those things to say, I think that business is a contact sport, okay? And so, yes, you as a leader will need to be a little tough sometimes, but loving. You'll need to be persistent, uh, but also willing to... uh, pick fights where it's necessary. However, if I know anything about the way that I love to lead, it's that business leaders, like those of you on here, you're all leaders, you're all handpicked to be here. Those of you who choose, because it's a choice, choose to feel real empathy for your teammates, for people who are maybe others, for people who are your customers, for people who are maybe a little different than you in some way. Remember, we're all different from each other. Nobody is you and that's part of your power. That's where you end up building the long lasting organizations because empathy, if you're taking notes, it is a, I've been trying to think about how I wanted to talk about this. Empathy is a deep emotional intelligence okay it is something that most people just don't have and some people will say they have but they really don't and so as I go through this I just want you to think about how maybe you've evolved as you've been part of this team or part of this community or part of this culture um, and maybe you have grown because empathy, like I said, is a deep, deep, deep emotional intelligence. It's not just your EQ where you're like, oh, well, I'm emotionally adapting. No, it's it's so much deeper than that. It is the ability to view situations through other people's eyes and comprehend their different perspectives, okay? Because every single one of us has a different truth. That's why I don't care that my mom says stuff like that. I actually feel deep empathy for whatever she must have gone through in her life to think that it's acceptable to talk to people like that. But I don't get mad at her. I just know I have to be somebody who it stops with me. It doesn't go into generations further than me. Make sense? So... We see people, I see people, I see people all over social media. I see people when I go to GoPro, I see people when I go to other generic events who are these arrogant, I don't know if it's the right word, but it's the word of 2020, I feel like, narcissistic entrepreneurs who truly lack this skill. And quite frankly, I feel bad for them because I think they're finding themselves now at a competitive disadvantage in our very fast changing, very people oriented, very relationship based economy. I don't know where that just came out of my mouth, relationship based economy, but that's probably like, I don't know. I think that might be a Jesse Lee I might've heard it somewhere else though. So maybe don't quote me on it, but like We are in a relationship-based economy these days. We are in a business where when you feel aligned with somebody, you work harder. When you say your truth to somebody and you know that you have a safe space, it makes you work harder. It's not my place to say who I'm speaking about, but she's actually on this call. I will never forget, for I swear I'll be a thousand years old and I will remember when one of you had a conversation with me. And you said something to me actually around your gender, speaking of. And I went, what? Oh my God. And then I said to her afterwards, I was like, thank you. Thank you for telling me like, that is so beautiful. And she just said to me, she's like, well, you, you make me feel so safe here. You make me feel so appreciated here. You make me feel not judged here. You make me feel like I belong here and that I have a space here and I don't have to explain myself. And I wonder in, I wonder in 2020, how many people are being exposed because of their very egocentric leadership because of the people who, absolutely have not been inclusive and have been able to get away with it and hide behind this facade of I'm a heart-centered leader or I love all people or whatever. And I find that if you actually listen, if you actually care, if you're actually willing to love people for maybe no good reason, but because you just care about them as people, I think that your business gets an extremely competitive advantage. So if we're looking at a competitive disadvantage of arrogance and narcissism in how we approach our customers, how we approach our team, how we approach people who are a little bit different than us, I think your disadvantage is so so strong. Disadvantage. I think if you lead with, I don't actually know what it's like to be like you at all, but can you tell me more? Like if you're taking notes, like that is one of the strongest things you can become as a leader. And that's real leadership. It's not about pretending you understand what it's like to grow up in poverty if you never did, it's not understanding what it's like to. Um, maybe be gay when you've never been gay before, okay? It's not about knowing what it's like to be black in America if you have white skin. It's not about knowing what it's like to any of be, experience domestic violence if you never have. It's the empathy to say, let me hold space for you. Talk to me. Because one of the most powerful things about our team is it is truly come as you are. And just tell me, What it's like to be you. Because I don't know what it's like to be a lot of different things. Just like you don't know what it's like to be a lot of different things. But if you look at the diversity of this team, like I just mentioned, there's probably even more diversity sitting on this Zoom than you even know. So have conversations with people. Find out what their truth is. Find out what it's like to be like them. And an assignment that I gave to the champs and I want to give it to all of you is look down the list of people on this call right now. And somebody that you don't even know. Like you're literally looking at their name right now and you're like, "I don't I don't know who that is. I've never talked to that person before." Who is who is that person? Send them a message. And just ask them. Literally DM them from the League of Legends chat if you need to. And just say, hey, can you tell me about you? I just want to get to know you. That's where empathy starts, is just listening. It's not about knowing, it's about listening. If you, heard, if you were on Megan Hunter's Champ Zoom when she told her story, I talked about how the first 10 freaking coaching calls of Megan Hunter's were not a coaching call. It was letting Megan have a therapy session. Honestly, honest to God. I just sat there and nodded and smiled and, was, and just gave her a safe space. But most people don't do that. Most people listen to respond. I've been guilty of this and I'm still not perfect at it. Okay? But I say that because... When you hold that space for somebody, people want to be led by you. They want to shop with you. They want to have relationships with you. They want to give you sales. They'll order products they're not even interested in taking because they just love your heart. And the great thing about that is the conversation I've had a million times, which is that when you're actually leading from a place like that, you're not spending time convincing yourself you're anything else because you know your character right? You know who you are when not everybody knows what's going on. And that starts with listening. So I believe empathy to be a vital talent almost because it it helps people like us. It helps entrepreneurs like us grasp their actual competitive standing. There are people, there are big multimillion dollar leaders in this profession that are blatantly racist, that are blatantly homophobic, that are blatantly all of these crazy things, Seriously, prejudice, prejudiced people leading massive organizations with like no shame all over social media about it. And I just kind of want to say, what is going on? Not in, not in our company, my God, not that I know, no, okay? But I say that because I want you to know that when you lead with empathy, you are able to have almost a heightened awareness on how you should really lead. Okay. now I will say um, I do notice that empathy tends to lack among those people who are who are already very high uh, at uh, in companies or something like that. And I don't know why. And maybe it's because they think they need to be cutthroat. Maybe it's because they think they need to be really old school. Maybe it's because they just don't understand because they grew up some way and now they're old. I don't know what the deal is, but I will tell you that. I'm noticing, and they call these soft skills like in the world. I'm noticing that soft skills such as empathy, such as adaptability, such as cultural competence, such as intellectual curiosity, they are emerging as the real talents. It's not anymore who's the best salesperson. It's not anymore who's the top recruiter. It's not anymore who can... Uh, you know, build from the bottom up, who can drive depth deep and blah, blah, blah. It's not, it's those soft skills. I said cultural competence, right? And so much of that is just saying, I just don't know what it's like to be you. Tell me what it's like to be you so I can understand. That space is not a traditional business perspective and it is so strong and it is so underplayed in network marketing and business in general right now if you want to win which I know you do up play the soft skills don't downplay them there's a reason we don't spend all of our Thursday afternoons coaching and teaching and training about here's how you sell ketones here's how you sell ketones here's how you recruit people no because I know I'm top in the company at everything but it's not because I'm I'm I swear it's not because I'm like a sales machine. I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to really vocalize right now. My sales come from people connecting. It's on a soul level. People are so comfortable coming to me and talking to me. It's those soft skills that are exploding this team. And our, and your top leaders, like the ones who are on here, you can like check and see if your leader's on here because literally all champs were invited to this. So I don't, I'm not typing in names. My hands are both free. So I'm just saying every single champ could be on here right now to learn about this. It is truly driving this business. It is those empathetic leaders who listen on this team whose businesses are going to last the test of time, bet. So collaboration is then allowed. When you listen and when you are empathetic, you're able to collaborate more. You're able to collaborate more because there's more value and there's more relationship equity. There's no more of this rigid chain of command that is so normal in the business world. It makes it so communication isn't just a one-way message from seller to buyer. Now, customers in 2020 can broadcast their own opinions on social media, on You know, TikTok on this is all social media. They can put it on Yelp, they can leave reviews, they can be really loud and noisy about how people feel about you. And so entrepreneurs with empathy have a greater, I mean, massive ability to grasp what consumers really want and then respond accordingly right? So I was listening. I've been listening, like I said, a lot to Gary Vaynerchuk because he's no longer this toxic masculine energy anymore. He's shifted so much into this listening and truly, in my opinion, embodying what it looks like to be an empathetic leader. And I think it's that awareness that we are all different people. I think it's that awareness that we all have different strengths. We all have different weaknesses. What can I learn from you? Because we can all learn from people, right? So what are the things you can actually learn? Now, the other thing about this is we have the most global team in the company. I know you know that. I know you see that. I know there's an awareness. Now, it's a little difficult because I only speak English. But as you can see, I mean... We've got Mexicans on here. We've got Canadians on here. We've got Italians on here. We've got Germans on here. We've got Swiss on here. We've got the UK on here. We've got, who else? We've got Australians on here. Uh, we have a lot of different people, a lot of different cultures on here. But do you understand the competitive advantage? The Netherlands on here? The competitive advantage? It's tremendous. It's tremendous. Because if you have cultural diversity in a global economy, you'll only have a global team if you have an authentic interest in recognizing unique cultural preferences. Okay? You have to be willing to respond to different types of people. Like, and it's not just where people are from, Belgium, etc. Okay? It's also responding and growing and learning from people who are completely different ages than you. The amount of stuff I've learned from people on this team that are in their fifties, tons. It would be like when millennials started really kind of coming to the forefront and the gen whatever it was, not everyone, of course, but some of these people were like, these, these millennials are psycho, they're entitled. All they do is sit on their telephones and do nothing. Uh, hmm, right. So every time I talk about this, this man's face from my last company pops in my head. But I will never forget. I will never forget when that man told me, you cannot build a business on your telephone. You need to keep yourself one foot in the old school, Jesse Lee. It's all going to implode on you. And I thought to myself, I mean, they're only getting younger. Like now there's Gen Z's. Now they're, what's the next generation going to be called? Like I'm not even the techie one anymore, right? We have to keep learning and evolving that's a cultural diversity but i will tell you you know uh as an example with germany they wanted to spring an event on the germans with eight days or something to plan and i went oh this is not good (laughs) this is really not good so let me explain the way the german culture works okay since no one's been boots on the ground let me explain germany oh we're going to cause an actual war if we try to do this. So maybe not a good idea. Maybe not a good idea. Maybe we tell them to plan something for the end of October. And I'm sitting there like my eyes are twitching. They're like, oh, no, no, it's fine. They'll adapt. I'm like, the Germans don't adapt. It's a different culture. You know, we've got the Netherlands. The people in, the, in Holland are like, oh, that could be fun. But if you've ever met the Dutch, this is the Dutch, okay? They wear their bright orange shirts and they talk about tulips and they giggle all the time Ah, an event in eight days Ah, okay and then you've got the italians who are like what time is the meeting oh okay so the meeting's at noon where i'll be there around 9 p.m like they're just different right and so it's understanding that if you listen and observe the way people want to build their business you can go global it's thinking that everybody's the same that stops people from building businesses. And that goes right back into empathy. What's it like to be Italian? Well, if you're not Italian, my suggestion would be talk to an Italian. Find out what it's like, right? If you've never been Mexican before, uh, go find out what it's like to be Mexican. They'll tell you. They'll say, oh, this is not going to work. Hold on a second. Whoa but so many times in leadership and in building business we expect it to be my way or the highway and francesca says it's not the italians it's tommy makes me crazy (laughs) i love you francesca francesca and i were sitting around the house like where 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 are they we are ready for the meeting to start where is everybody Okay. Hi, Francesca. Yeah. Okay. What are we going to do today, Francesca? Because it's just you and me for the next six hours. All right. So, uh, and then they, anyway, okay, I'm digressing, but my point in all of that is if you will talk to people, it allows you to build. This isn't everything. This isn't everything. And it goes right back to, um, it goes right back to listening And understanding maybe their technology preferences, maybe the way that they like to communicate with their teams, also very different, okay? Everybody is different. I think it's important. So I want to train on this more and more because I think that empathy becomes more important as we move from almost this rigid kind of industrial society more into a service economy where people are so relationship-based and wondering how they can serve people more. And so I want to give you a couple of ideas and maybe some pointers on how, again, those soft skills, specifically talking about empathy, will open the doors to a better business for you and significantly better engagement. I think sometimes people wonder why their teams aren't connecting with them or their teams aren't listening to them or their customers don't listen to them. This is all around the same conversation. Are you walking the mile in their shoes, right? Are you... Listening and understanding the way that their life actually operates. So, putting aside your viewpoint for a moment and trying to understand things from another person's perspective is super powerful, right? And the empathy in that allows you to feel someone else's pain so that when you walk the mile in their shoes, you might finally notice hey, those shoes are uncomfortable or those shoes don't fit right or those shoes are full of freaking holes i don't know but like to go back to the black lives matter conversation i just wanted to seek to understand because like i said i've never been black in america i've never been black period i've never been black in america never been black in china never been black anywhere okay i am not actually white but my skin is very white therefore i have white privilege okay so I was just like, I need to talk to my black friends. So I'm reaching out to B, am reaching out to Megan. I'm reaching out to Johnny. I'm reaching out to all. I'm like, I need to know, like, tell me your story. And all I did was listen. And then I said, okay, now what do I do to make this better for you? How can I help? That's it. That's all it was. Because I didn't have an understanding around it, period. And then I started hearing the stories of like, well, uh, you ever been pulled over for going uh, half a mile over the speed limit for no reason? I'm like, no. You ever had a gun pulled on you? Uh, no. Well, not by a cop. You ever had, like, all, I'm like, no, 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 what, no, what, 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 Like, just listen. Just listen. And it's not just Black Lives Matter. Go talk to somebody who, uh, talk, talk to somebody on the team that's gay. We have about 900 of them. Right? It's amazing. Go find out what it's like. Go ask. Ask what it's like to date a woman if you're a woman. Go ask what it's like to date a man if you're a man. Go find out. I don't know what it's like. Do you? I don't know. We have, a, we have multiple trans men and women on this team. Do you know that? You don't. Now you do. <laughs> I won't tell you who. It's not my business to tell. My point being, do you know what it's like to walk a mile in their shoes? No? go ask questions, go find out what it's like to be them, go find out what their struggles are, go find out what it's like to drink ketones when you're transitioning and you're on a bunch of hormones, ooh, right, that could be useful, ah, because you're assuming, but you don't know, right, there's a lot of stuff where if you just try to walk a mile in somebody's shoes, it changes you as a human being, because it opens your heart to, wow, people are just different, but wait a minute, we're all different, and something I said, and I want to have this recorded because otherwise I'll forget, and it was something super impactful to Sydney, is I had a conversation with somebody who told me she's a, she's a trans woman, and um, she's a woman, and I just said to her, I said, um, I said, I think that's amazing that you're spending your time and your energy and your money to become the best version and most authentic version of yourself. I was like, I love that. Because how are we any different? But if you don't have a conversation, then you don't know. Does that make sense? Like, how many of you have gone and dyed your hair and it's not your, the color you were born with? Ha 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 ha. Oh, got him! <laughs> uh, now you're—I'm making your brain think. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm hijacking your brains right now, right? We're all working on the best versions. How many of you have ever gotten Botox? I mean, I just—I just really love Botox. <laughs> Me. Anyone ever had lip fillers? Me. Anyone ever gone to the gym to make yourself look a different way than than if you sit around and you eat uh, all of the carbs <laughs> or whatever? Have any of you ever gotten braces? Have any of you ever had Invisalign? Have any of you ever uh, done your makeup before? Have any of you ever worn clothes that make you feel a little bit sexier? My point being, you're just becoming the best version of yourself that you're most comfortable with. Why is it any different? But if you don't walk the mile in their shoes and understand, hey, I'm just trying to become who I feel like I am, then you never know. And I think it's normal then to go, wow, I need to admit for a second, I've been judging the black community. I've been judging this community, that community, whatever, and just leading more with that. Because the next part of this when it comes to empathy and how this soft skill of empathy opens the doors to having a better business is that once you've envisioned what it might be like to walk a mile in their shoes, acknowledge it, validate it, learn to accept that people have different opinions from your own. Like, do you understand that the only reason you believe certain things, and this isn't a political conversation, by the way, okay? So what I mean by this is, Some of you are going to vote for Trump and some of you are going to vote for Biden. I don't care who votes for either. Just go vote. Okay? doesn't matter to me. That's not what this is about. You will vote for one of those two political candidates because of what your truth is. Does that make sense? Which is why I don't fight politics. I understand you're voting for Biden because you were raised a certain way. This is your belief system. Awesome. I also understand if you're voting for Trump, that's how you were raised. That's your belief system, right? That's why I don't fight politics with people, but understanding, go ask questions, go seek to maybe change your opinion on either side, just to understand more. I think it's super powerful because once you envision what it might be like to be in somebody else's shoes and you acknowledge it and you accept people have different opinions than your own, it's, it's not always agreeing. Okay. It is not always agreeing. So acknowledgement does not equal. Oh, yes, I was going to vote for Trump. And now today I'm going to vote for Biden. Okay. That's not what this is about. It is about providing much needed validation, which is powerful in its own right. Does that make sense? Just saying, hey, I see you, I hear you. Uh, I don't agree with this, 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 or this. I'm still going to vote for my candidate, blah, blah, blah. I'm still gonna whatever, but now I'm, I'm understanding differently. Now I'm hearing differently. Now I have more empathy towards the situation, okay? And then acknowledge, guys, we're all on our own walk. We're all on our own walk. Every single one of you is stepping into the person you're meant to be. So be honest in your self-evaluation, Right? Think about your motives. Are you more concerned with getting your way? More concerned with winning? More concerned with always being right? Or is it more so your priority to find solutions, to build relationships, to accept other people, to understand we're not always right? Because without the open mind, without the positive forward thinking attitude, you might not have enough internal capacity for empathy. Meaning sometimes we're focused so often on ourselves and that's not where empathy comes from. Empathy comes from really listening, really hearing and really acknowledging you maybe don't know everything. And I I hope you're seeing the parallels in what I'm giving you right now with your business. Cause this is a, this is a full on business conversation. I want you all to like understand that. Because when you are able to communicate with people all over the world, all over personality types, all over different beliefs, convictions, et cetera, like I really love what Sydney just said. If you're struggling with empathy, take yourself back to a time when you needed empathy and you didn't get it, right? Like when was there a time when you did not feel heard? And think of what that might feel like to your customer that you're talking to you know, when you kind of steamroll over a customer really fast to sort of get that, that sale, right? I love what Michael just said. Tap into your childhood. How many times you were trying to explain yourself to your parents, explain yourself to the teacher, explain yourself. I'm not, I'm not just a, I'm not just a bossy, sassy girl. I'm a leader, right? Find out, right, why was your voice devalued in in xyz situation because when you start having those conversations things change i gave some really awesome coaching yesterday to a pro champ and he was saying like we have all the foundation i don't know why you know volume is plateaued everything whatever i said look because you're not having the right conversations these people love you and respect you go have friendship conversations with them go find out why they're actually doing this business. Because nobody is really open to receiving your coaching, which you're a great coach, but people are not open to receiving your coaching if there's not that reason why they need to implement the coaching. Is that profound? I think that's super strong, okay? And then the last part of this uh, is please just pay attention and really listen. Good listeners engage with others. By truly hearing what people say. And even more so, hear me on this. This is so strong. Read between the lines to pick up subtle messages and emotional cues. Okay, so Alberto Barrazzo is on here. He was with us in Italy. And I was doing a, uh, an exercise to get down into, um, into people's why's. Okay, and maybe we can do that next week or something. And I just used him as an example and I was helping him find his why because he thought it was one thing. And he was saying all the right words, right? He was saying, Oh, you don't wanna make money for this and blah, 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 for that and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and I was just listening to his actual language patterning and I was listening to his very emotional cues towards things. And then at the end of it, I think I asked him seven times, like, well, why do you blah, 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 why do you blah, 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 why do you blah, blah, blah? He's emotional. The whole room's emotional. And he's like, how did you, how did you know that? How and I'm like, I was listening. I was listening. And more of us sometimes just need to slow down and listen to people because the actual reason and the actual things people are trying to tell you sometimes don't come out in the actual words. Sometimes they come out in the way their eyes look. Sometimes it comes out in the way they kind of are really nervous to say something. Sometimes it comes out by the way they dance around stuff but they're actually trying to tell you stuff. And so don't jump to conclusions with people, especially around empathy. Show interest. Ask questions. You know, let people speak their minds without interruption. I don't interrupt people when I'm when I'm trying to hear them, right? And that allows you to embrace the differences in people by recognizing them it makes it so you're not arguing. So you're not scolding. So you're not putting somebody down and making them feel this small, right? It's, it then becomes sometimes about seeking that mutually acceptable middle ground. And so when all else fails, when it comes to listening, what I like to say is just kind of ask yourself, well, what would they do? You know, what would that person do in this situation since it's not a situation I'm in? It is simple, it is direct, and quite frankly, that means you're trying at least to understand the thoughts and feelings of other people, aka empathize with them.